Hi, and welcome to the Tales from the Trail podcast by Matchplay, Mindset Monday edition. In these less than 10-minute episodes, Eric Manuel of Expert Mindset Coaching and I will address a different facet of mindset which apply to sport and life. To learn more about Eric's practice, visit his website at expertmindsetcoaching.com. Please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast where you listen. This is a huge help. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on social media as well. The links can be found at matchplayrecruit.com and in the notes of this one. What role does um, emotion play in all this? A huge role. You know, emotion can influence you to, it can cloud your perception of reality. Mm-hmm. You know, and it can make it a lot harder to see that data. Right. And it can bring, especially when dealing, dealing with failure, you know, you're bringing on these these emotions like obviously sadness, but things like guilt and shame and embarrassment. And these are the ones that they don't have to be there. Right. The sadness is going to be there. You're going to feel sad when you lose. That's normal. Right. And if you didn't feel sad when you lost, you probably wouldn't feel happy when you won. You know, so that's the normal part of the process. It's okay, right? That's going to be there, but it's the shame. It's the guilt. It's the embarrassment. That's the stuff that we add on and we start piling on to ourselves when we lose and we're kicking ourselves when we're down. We're just dragging ourselves through the mud and that's not necessary. That's not compassionate and that's not productive or constructive for you in the future. That's making it harder for you to bounce back and to be confident moving forward. But when you can practice compassion, when you can be positive and uplifting and supportive to yourself, well, then you can bounce back a little more quickly and move forward with confidence and optimism that, yeah, you know, I lost this game, but I'm going to win the next one. You know, and a lot of athletes struggle with this and they they have the idea of, well, I lost my last one, so I'm probably going to lose this one too. Right. And that that narrative, that story that you tell yourself, that pessimism can be really, really damaging. And yeah, so emotion ties up all of that stuff and, and it adds to it. Um, that's why emotional management, emotional awareness, uh, emotional intelligence, all these things are really, really important for athletes. And a lot of athletes pretend like they don't deal with them. I don't have emotions. I'm just I'm a robot when I go out there. I'm I'm cold. OK. You've got emotions, you know, and instead of pretending like you don't, let's accept that you do and learn how to manage them. Right. Yeah. You have to avoid the the negative self-talk and, um, you know, just, I mean, that has a huge impact um, yeah. on, on how you, how you play and, and how you train and, and can kill your motivation as well. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Very, very damaging. I imagine we'll talk about self-talk. Uh, yeah. In another in another uh, topic all by itself because it's so important and you know mm-hmm. it's it feeds everything else you know as you think right. so shall you become and right. whatever you're thinking that's going to start to manifest in in your life through your values beliefs actions mm-hmm. and if you're thinking in a negative way that's what you're going to start to see if you're thinking in a positive and optimistic way then that's what you're going to start to see and you know this is common sense obviously everybody knows this but it's taking it from common sense to common practice. That's what we have to do as athletes. 
you can't just understand this stuff. You need to apply this stuff and practice it. And that's when you start to see a change in your mindset. It doesn't work just by understanding. Oh, yeah, I know I'm supposed to talk good to myself. Okay, that's great. But are you doing it? Right. Yeah, that's the tough part. Um, Yes. And then, you know, so the third part that um, I have a cheat sheet, so I kind of know what the next one is. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it this it makes total sense. Like you talk about like getting too emotionally attached or um, not being able to maybe it's not, that's not the right way to put it, but like not being able to separate your emotion from the result or that sort of thing and hanging too much of your identity on, um, you know, your result or your performance rather than, um, you know, like you said, taking the data and, and that's really, I'll I'll let you talk about it. I, 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 um, but yeah, talk about kind of your athletic identity and, and, you know, how that plays into all this. Yeah, you're 100% right. It's being able to separate who you are and your self-worth, your self-value, your self-esteem. That's who you are, the person, not who you are, the athlete, who you are, the person. Being able to separate that from your performance and your wins and losses on the court or on the field or wherever. Like, it's so important to understand that you are more than an athlete. You are more than your wins and your losses. And for so many athletes, they identify as an athlete. They identify, hey, I'm a soccer player. You know, hey, I'm a tennis player. I'm a world champion. Like, this is who I am. And I get that. You can have that as part of your identity. But you're more than that. You're also a son or a daughter or brother or sister or boyfriend or girlfriend. You know, like you're a student, maybe. Like You have all these other areas of your identity. And those are still there whether you win or lose. You know, if you're a student athlete and you're a bio major, your professors don't care if you win or lose. Your GPA doesn't care if you win or lose. Like all of these things are separate and they don't have to be connected so much. Right. And a lot of times athletes struggle with this where they their identity is so tightly like formed around their athletic identity that when they lose games, it feels like their whole life crumbles down and, and it's in shambles. And when they win games, their whole life is amazing. But you can find this balance and consistency where you love your life, you value your life, who you are as a person. And that love and value and appreciation stays constant regardless of your performance on the court or on the field. And I think a lot of athletes start to experience this when they get older and they have kids and they come home to their kids after a loss and their kids are happy to see them and they're going crazy and all this stuff. And the kids don't care whether you won or lost to them. You're just mom or your dad and they love you no matter what. And that I think is really illuminating for some athletes and it helps them to start to understand like, oh, I'm more than just this guy who goes on the field. Like I have these other areas of my life that can continue to thrive whether I win or lose. There's so much more to it than just that. That, I think, helps so much understanding these other areas and starting to give these other areas your time and attention is really helpful to build them up and to remind yourself. And a lot of athletes, when I talk about this, they get a little squeamish and they're like, ah, but I need to be all in. I need to be committed. I need to be obsessed and focused and I agree. If you want to be the best, like it does take that 
like mm-hmm. single mindedness and, and focus, but you can't train 24 hours a day. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain point where you're going to hit your limit of how much time and energy you can invest into your sport. And then the question is, what are you doing with the other time? Right. And so during that other time, you can start to look at other areas. You can invest in your relationships with your family, with your friends. You can have a hobby, you know, and maybe you like to play piano or you go play golf or, you know, whatever it is that you do on your own time. And like, that's fun for you and you get fulfillment from that. And when you have these areas and you have a more broad athletic identity, you start to let go of this fear of failure just like we talked about with the growth mindset, because you're not so worried about your whole life falling apart. You know, hey, if I lose this fight, like I still got my family. I still got my friends. I still got everybody at the gym that cares about me. Like my life's going to be good. Like I'm good no matter what, whether I win or lose. Like I, me personally, I'm good. And when you really feel that and understand that and believe that, what's the worry about losing? Like you start you start releasing these fears and letting go. And that allows you to perform at a higher level and to open up more and to take more risks and to be more confident and to ultimately perform better and win more. So it's this weird paradox where like all of these things do help you to win more, but first you need to understand and accept losing and failing. Thank you for listening to the Tales from the Trail podcast by Matchplay. If you're enjoying the podcast and find it valuable, please consider visiting buymeacoffee.com matchplay. These small donations collectively help offset costs and other expenses associated with production of the podcast so I can continue to offer this service for free. Please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast where you listen. This is a huge help. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on matchplayrecruit.com for our social media links. See you on the trail.